0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, August 23rd. Good morning, I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Lawmakers churn out ag bills. Organic gets $300 million boost. And USTR in India. Lawmakers send a slew of bills to the governor. While Governor Newsom swept headlines yesterday for vetoing a measure on safe injection sites, several low-priority bills related to agriculture are gathering on his desk. Those measures would create a CDFA-certified organic apple program. that would extend an agricultural exemption for truck inspec- inspections. They would exempt fruits and vegetables processed out of state from California standards. And E is liability for burn bosses with prescribed fires. Another bill on its way to the governor would expand EBT services and CalFresh access at all certified farmers markets. The assembly in the meantime yesterday approved a measure on supplemental drought assistance for farm workers, though amendments have stripped away the thousand dollar a month proposed earlier. Another bill they sent to Newsom protects the California label for local agave spirits. GOP assembly member Jim Patterson of Fresno co-author of the measure, shared how he admired the drought-resistant agave crops when he visited Guadalajara, Mexico, during his tenure as mayor of Fresno. Who knows, we could be the agave center of the world, for all I know. That's the word of Patterson in reference to the Central Valley and its water woes. And on that note, the Senate yesterday confirmed the reappointment of Doreen D'Adamo to the State Water Board. Organic gets a big boost with $300 million in new funding. Supporters of Organic Farming cheer USDA's announcement yesterday detailing how it plans to spend $300 million in transition funding for producers who want to switch up. The National Sustainable Agriculture Coalition said USDA's new program was in line with recommendations that it made last year noting that the Agriculture Marketing Service will seek to create new opportunities for mentorship and technical assistance for organic producers. The announcement includes $75 million for a new organic management conservation practice standard developed by the Natural Resources Conservation Service that Ag Secretary Tom Bilsack told AgriPulse he was very close to being released. Another $25 million for a new transitional and organic grower assistance program at the Risk Management Agency will reduce insurance premiums for organic producers, NSAC observed. Now, Like NSAC, the Organic Trade Association also pointed to the $100 million to help develop supply chains for organic producers. Today's announcement is the largest single investment in organic by USDA and is a big step in the right direction, OTA CEO, Executive Director Tom Chapman said. Climate smart funding. Secretary Vilsack also said USDA is, quote, shooting on making some announcements in September on funding of projects for the Partnership for Climate Smart Commodities Program. If you recall, the department received applications totaling about $20 billion for the $1 billion in projects to be funded by the Commodity Credit Corporation. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. USTR ag official in India this week. Two high-level U.S. trade officials are spending much of this week in New Delhi for meetings under the U.S.-India Trade Policy Forum. Assistant United States Trade Representative for Agricultural Affairs, Julie Callahan, and Assistant USTR for Central and South Asian Affairs, Christopher Wilson, will be holding consultations yesterday through tomorrow. India lifted barriers that prevented pork imports from the U.S. in January, but there's still plenty of agriculture conflicts between the two countries. U.S continues to tax Indian steel and aluminum, and India maintains high tariffs on U.S. goods, such as apples. There is huge potential for growth between our two economies in areas like the digital economy, services, health-related trade, and even agriculture. That the word of USTR Catherine Tai last year during her visit to New Delhi. USTR ag nominee McCallop to get panel vote September 7th. The Senate's Finance Committee plans to vote September 7th on whether to send the nomination of USDA advisor Doug McCallop for chief agriculture trade negotiator for the full Senate for confirmation. McCallop suffered through a contentious nomination hearing before the committee in late July. Several Republicans sharply criticized the Biden trade agenda and complained about the lack of progress on any new free trade agreements the lapse of Trade Promotion Authority and the U.S. Trade Representative's refusal to consider tariff-cutting deals in the Indo-Pacific Economic Framework. The administration is crystal clear that it prefers to not pursue real trade agreements in favor of something it calls frameworks, which lack crucial market access obligations, Idaho Senator Mike Crapo, the top Republican on the committee, said at the hearing. This is confusing since market access is the main problem our farmers and ranchers face. You can read our full report at AgriPulse.com. Lawmakers hear mixed messages on crop insurance in Ohio. Farmers at Ohio expressed strong support for crop insurance during a listening session with members of the House Agriculture Committee yesterday but some producers wanted the policies to be means-tested or more focused on encouraging climate-smart practices. Bill Myers, a farmer in Northeast Ohio, urged Representative Sherry Bustos of Illinois, Marcy Kaptur of Ohio, not to reduce premium subsidies, noting that farmers were dealing with increased input costs and rising interest rates. He said the disaster program that predated the current crop insurance system failed to provide aid when farmers needed it most. He said, I would suggest you look really strongly at not lowering the amount of the subsidy because it's going to be tough on ag at this time with rising inputs, fuel, and everything else that's happened to us. And he added, let's be proactive and make sure that we don't create a problem or pull the rug out from the producer at a time that we can't afford it. Again, you can read our full report at agripulse.com. Well, here's today's He Said It. We get the tick on the tail at the end of the dog. That's Ohio farmer Bob Jones on the relatively small amount of funding that specialty crops get through the Farm Bill. Jones was a witness at a Farm Bill listening session. Members of the House Agriculture Committee held in Ohio yesterday. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, August 23rd. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.